Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road. I think we have found a solution to our broadcast problems, and I, I also think I'm not the only one having these problems. I was checking in on uh, Anthony Stein's show. i got to send him a message and let him know, uh, but it looks like he's had a couple of episodes that have been significantly shortened up on his playlists, uh, so I'm going to have to talk to him and let him know what's going on over there. Maybe this, maybe this is an across-the-platform kind of problem that everybody's having. Maybe it's specifically an attack on people for political and, uh, and social views. He, he's still up on YouTube, so I don't know. Either way, we found a solution to our problem, uh, which is that we're going to start hosting over at Nobody Has the Dot Biz. Uh, they have a, a setup over there that's fantastic. It's specifically designed for people that have been kicked off of other platforms uh, for whatever reason, in most cases for political. So the company that we're going to be keeping over there is, uh, well, <laughs> I think I, I certainly think I'm going to be the only Catholic podcast that can say that, probably the only Christian one, uh, not counting our good friends at Exodus Americanus, though strictly speaking, they are not a podcast for Christianity, though they are all Christians doing the podcast. So it's an interesting, it's a different, slightly different species there. Uh, but we're going to get that up and going. I'm going to maintain the Anchor RSS feed for everybody who's been listening here on the assumption that if you're listening to my voice right now and you listen to my voice every day uh, for the next week, you will know that we have a new RSS feed. And that will be the one that I will be sharing once I get this episode posted. This will be episode number one over there. Uh, once I get this episode posted, that will be the one that I have on the website, our website, praytherosaryeveryday.wordpress.com. Working on getting a proper URL for that. And the one that I post on Exodus Americanus. So the only place you will continue to hear the Anchor RSS is if you're subscribed to that RSS, I will continue to upload these to Anchor for a while until I have nobody listening to it at all, which probably won't take long, judging by where we're at right now. Uh, and as soon as I've done that and we're, we're down to nothing, then I'll make the switch over. All together will be a new RSS feed, new place, whole new show, new new everything, except for the show. Everything that I say here will be, the, I'll be offering the same services. <laughs> And uh, it will be up on our website, so be sure to go over and bookmark praytherosaryeveryday.wordpress.com. Uh, the blog is up there. We have two blogs running. One is going to be the one that shows the podcast. The other one is various articles that we have submitted to us or that I choose to write uh, or that somebody else chooses to write. Right now I've got two of the articles that we had shared on tele from Telegraph uh, on the Telegram channel are linked as part of the essays blog so all that's been done so that's all of our housekeeping lots of housekeeping busy weekend that's what we have going on to fix the problem of the failure to to play on anchor for the anchor technology failing for whatever reason it failed it i don't know it could even just come down to the fact that i refuse to do any sponsorship at all you know, i just i just refuse to to ask people for money uh, that that could be it as well. They they have been pushing that sort of thing on me pretty consistently, uh, all the way through. So that, that's another. And, and Anthony does that. To return to tradition, he has those little sponsored segments at the beginning of the show. I don't do that. Uh, 
so who knows maybe if I did that I'd get I'd fix this whole thing but I just I refuse to do it it's not what I'm here for what I am here for is to pray for you and I have some prayers today we have uh, quite a few prayers actually Uh, we've got uh, the very first one is someone who is in a great deal of precarity uh, that's that seems to be the the, the new buzzword, uh, employment precarity. He's in a lot of trouble. He's got that mandate that has come down. Um, he's uh, it lo- looks to me like he's in a union shop, but uh, the union might fail to stand up for the workers there. Uh, and if they do, then uh, the mandate's going to come through, and he cannot, in good conscience, uh, put this poison in his body. So and, uh, nobody can, in good conscience do that so uh, he is uh, he's in, in quite a spot and I want to pray for him I want to pray for strength for all of his union reps uh, I want to pray for uh, vision I want to pray for uh, clarity of vision and uh, prudence on the part of decision makers so that uh, these good honest hard-working working men uh, especially particularly the Christians among them uh, do not uh, have to deal with uh, a loss of their situation over this mandate nonsense. So that's what we're going to pray for today. And if you have a prayer of any sort, now this is kind of heavy, and increasingly I've had heavy prayers coming in, but it doesn't matter to me whether the prayer is heavy or whether it's uh, something that's a little bit more, uh, a smaller kind of request, whether it's personal, whether it's general, whatever it may be. I had somebody, there's only... There's only very, very rare circumstances uh, in in which the uh, the prayer that you would send to me would be something that I couldn't pray for. You know, it's like like something that violates the church's laws or something like that. That's it. That's the only thing that's not. I'm happy to pray for for you for any of your needs, any of your intentions, anything at all. So send it in to daily decade requests at protonmail.com you can leave a comment now on our website pray the rosary every or you can also drop me a line over at gab where you will find me at at the daily decade and that's also our telegram at the daily decade uh, and you can uh, fi- you can find a way to uh, get a hold of me over on telegram as well although we got multiple people kind of running around anybody who need- who knows me knows how to get in touch with the knows how to get in touch with me over there uh, but I would suggest send it a quick email it only has to be a couple of words you don't have to write a full letter I'm not looking for all of that if you just want to say hey pray for blank just fire it off you don't have to sign it nothing I treat you automatically with anonymity so send it in now for right now let's get out our rosaries I've got mine in my shirt pocket today so it's not caught on my pants pocket coming out this time turn our hearts and our minds to God and we're going to pray on behalf of you know what I didn't give him initials did I on on behalf of D Uh, we're going to pray on behalf of D and on behalf of his union reps and decision makers uh, in his situation today is a Monday so we will be praying in Latin today in nomine Pacis, Affiliate Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater Noster, quies in Celi, Sanctificator Nomen Tuum. Adveniat Regnum Tuum, Fia Voluntas Tua, Sicur in Celo et in Terra. Panam Nostrum Quotidianum de Nobis Horiae. 
et midi nobis debita nostris, sicut et nos dominimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amarum. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et nora mortis nostri. Amen. Gloria Patri, Ephidio, et Spiritui Sancto, sicur erat in principio, et nunc, et semper, et in saecula saeculorum. Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordia, vita dulcedo et spes nostri, salve. Ad te clamamus exudis filia evi, ad te suspiramus gementes et flentes, in hac lacrimarum vale. Ea ergo, ad vacana nostra, ilos tuas misericordes oculos, ad nos converte, et iesum, viatum fructum, ventris tui, nobis postoc exidium, ostende. Clemens, opia, 
or Dulce Virgo Maria, or of Renovis, Sancta Dei Genetrix, with the dignity of Fisiamo Promissionibus Christi, Oremus. For forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, made by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. O St. Bernard, great reformer of the Benedictine mercy, monasteries, who organized the monks into daily labor and defended them against outsiders, who drove men to make all their work a prayer and all their prayers good and fruitful labors. We humbly ask thy intercession on behalf of the servant of God, D, and on behalf of all of his union leadership who seek in their own small and secular way to unite the workers as you did and to defend them, so they claim. Make them true to their vows. In thy prayers, keep them that they might stand courageously and that those to whom they answer in obedience those that make decisions might be guided by God's prudence to the benefit of all who labor and offer their la- that they may offer their labors more completely to God and make of all of their work a prayer and all of their prayers fruitful labor and we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ for whom thou wast so zealous and who livest and reignest with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us in our daily labors, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Sacratissimum Coriezo, miserere nobis. Sacratissimum Coriezo, miserere nobis. Sacratissimum Coriezo, advenir regnum tuum. In nomine Pacis, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Well, I wasn't going to talk about labor, but now that the thought has entered my head, it's actually something to, that's worth talking about. I was going to talk about distraction at prayer because as you probably caught about halfway through the Ave Marias I ended up getting distracted I've been under terrible attack recently I don't know whether anybody else has but prayer is and it's it, you know it's good every once in a while you get somebody who's never listened to it before and they're trying to pray the rosary and they get discouraged because of how easily distracted they are and it's good to remind everybody of something that I remind myself of whenever I suffer these periods of uh, spiritual desert and distraction. And that's that no less a saint than St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower of Jesus, uh, she used to talk about how she found the rosary to be the most difficult of the prayers to say because she found the meditations to be so difficult to maintain. Now she, of course, was a saintly woman and uh, and her struggles were rewarded. She succeeded in saying her prayers, but she remarked that it was difficult for her. It was the great challenge. Uh, And it was that that bespoke, bespeaks, that bespeaks the value and depth and spiritual 
power of the rosary because it is so challenging and those that that thing which challenges us the most challenges us the most excuse me is that which gives us the greatest rewards and grace the more we struggle the more we suffer the more united we are to Christ's suffering the more beneficial it is to us that's true of everything that we do it's true most of all of our work and particularly in times like this when increasingly we work within a situation of precarity that word again I really like that word it's a good word to to talk about exactly what the situation that we find ourselves in Uh, despite the fact that we've got so many jobs open all over the place they're fairly low level uh, and with these mandates the people that are in the jobs could be kicked out really at any time and just with a minor change of policy and bring in other people to do the work when workers are in this kind of situation it's very easy for the employers to uh, commit that one of the one of the sins that cries out to heaven for vengeance which is uh, depriving the laborer of his just wage people often forget that you know we we talk about sodomy and and murder of the innocent and all of these other things these cry out to heaven for vengeance these cry out to heaven They're, they're terrible terrible sins but I think a lot of people, especially in America, often forget that depriving the worker of his just wage, depriving the worker of those rights which belong to him, and I don't often use the, that word, rights. I, I don't like that word. It's, uh, it's overused. It's abused. The concept is, too. But the Holy Church says that laborers have rights. And one of the things they have a right to is a fair wage for their labor. Depriving the labor of that is a sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance. That's how the Catholic Church defines it. And, and that's something that goes back. This is, this is not a Vatican II thing. This is not communism has infiltrated the church. This is something that goes back way back to uh, uh, to Leo the 13th the same one that has us pray the St Michael prayer after low mass to fight against the demons and uh, and bring about the uh, uh, and bring about the protection of the church no i mean you can say what you want one way or the other leo the 13th was a little bit more tolerant of the people that would end up being very harsh enemies of the church down the road at his own time but uh, there's no arguing that in terms of doctrine and dogma this man was a sound teacher and I believe actually that while he places emphasis on it this designation of the of one of the sins that cries out to heaven for vengeance predates him by quite a while. So the Catholic Church has always been an, an, an entity, a body, which is concerned with just treatment of laborers. And why wouldn't it be? After all, the early church was concerned with that as well. It always has been. Christianity has always been a, a workers' movement because it is through work, our work, our labor, that we have the opportunity to imitate God, the divine creator, and thereby be united to him. And so work, direct, which is properly directed, just like everything else, properly directed brings us close to God. And when you have a, when you have a situation, now, societies don't do things. Right? Society is not to blame for the man who 
goes to rob a liquor store and, and shoots a mother of three walking in the door. You know, that's society's not doesn't create that. Evil and the devil and fallen manhood, fallen humanity creates that. And society doesn't deprive workers of their just wages. Employers do that. Fallen men do that. And so the problem that we face in the world that we live in is people are looking for social and political solutions to problems which do not have social and political solutions. They only have spiritual solutions. There are no political solutions. We keep coming around to this because it is a lesson that people need to learn, particularly in America, but really around the world. The solutions to our problems reside in our relationship with Jesus Christ. He is the solution to all of our problems. All of our problems were solved on that day, that afternoon, on the cross, under the baking heat, when he said at the extremity of his strength, it is finished. That's the solution to our problems. And that resides in the scriptures, in the written word of God. It resides in the church, in the body of Christ, handed down to us. That's where our solutions to these problems reside. Any social or political commentary that is made independent of or ignorant of that will never produce anything but greater evil because it is the creation of one who wants us to lose that. This Wednesday we're coming up on the seven sorrows of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And we've talked about this quite a bit. I'm in the middle of a novena for the seven sorrows. I've invited, we posted on the Telegram chat. Anthony Stein was was the guy who was responsible for that. That's why I've been talking about him a lot. Uh, We're doing the seven sorrows novena. That draws us to the cross and to the sacrifice made by Christ. Because our Blessed Mother was put on this earth both to bring Christ to us, but also because she stands by the foot of the cross and unites herself perfectly to the sacrifice of her son. And we are called to do the same thing. Now, as Roman Catholics, we do that at the Holy Mass because that's what the Holy Mass is. It's a reliving of the sacrifice of Christ. But this is not something that needs to be limited in that way. Of course, you do it most fully as a Catholic because you have the Mass. But any man who attaches himself to Jesus Christ and is making his effort to draw nearer and nearer and nearer to God and to Christ, which those of us who are Catholic will believe that any man who does that honestly will ultimately end up a Roman Catholic. But regardless, you can look at your own life as a Christian, as a man who believes in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, as the second person of the Holy Trinity, as the one who trampled down death and sin and brought us our salvation and gave us the means whereby to achieve that by His grace. You can look at the fundamentals of the faith 
and you can look at the you can look at all of those and the only conclusion that you will draw is that your salvation resides in the cross and by standing at the foot of the cross and uniting yourself to that sacrifice more completely which makes the blessed virgin mary an obvious model saint john too although having been born with original sin actually he's a little bit closer to us in that way isn't he he's born with original sin stands at the foot of the cross with christ and when he is martyred he survives his martyrdom and at the end of his at the end of his days uh, there's a question of whether saint john is caught up into heaven like elijah Uh, there's a tradition that he is so he receives this reward this great reward for martyring himself with Christ at the foot of the cross. And that is what we are called to do in all of our labor and all of our work. That's why work is considered such a sacred thing. And as we're coming up to this Feast of the Seven Sorrows, this is something that we can reflect on. How to better unite ourselves to the sacrifice of the cross. How do we imitate St. John and our Blessed Mother at the foot of that cross. How do we more perfectly take our lives and crucify them and crucify ourselves to the world? It is something that we, all of us, have to reflect on in our day-to-day. And while we have the we have Sundays, we have the Sabbath to do this. It is something that we cannot do merely there. We are at the foot of the cross, but we bring with us to the foot of the cross, even even as Catholics going to Mass. When we go to Mass, we bring with us the whole week. We can't leave the week behind us. Can't You can't cut the Sabbath off and set it aside and make it a, a different world. It's part of, it has to be part of your life, your whole life, or it's not uh, it's it's not part of your life, or it's not your life at all. You have no life if you don't have a life that's united to what we are called to do on the Sabbath day, on the Lord's day. And I'm realizing that I'm running a little bit short on time here, so I probably ought to wrap this. Try to put a try to put a bow on this. The justice that is demanded for the worker is demanded because those in power are called to imitate God. The one source of justice that the worker will always have is God, which is why the worker is called to unite his labor. And all of us are workers. We're called to unite our daily labor, our daily sacrifices, our daily work, no matter what it is, whether we love it, whether we hate it, whether it's a great deeds that pay a lot of money, whether it's petty deeds that pay very little, we are called to bring all of our struggles, whether it's something that we're paid for or not, whether it's our fatherhood, whether it's our motherhood, whether it's the work that we do for our parents in their old age, whatever it is, we bring it with us to the foot of the cross and unite it to that sacrifice and we receive our just wage from the one who from the owner of the vineyard we receive the green pastures from the shepherd 
And so my prayer is that all of us, the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, the help of the saints, and continued attachment to the Holy Church of God, will bring with us to the altar of God most perfectly all of our work, all of our labors, paid and unpaid, every aspect of our lives, that we might make of them the perfect sacrifice that to unite to Christ's perfect sacrifice. I should say that we should bring, make them the most good sacrifice that we can, the best sacrifice, to unite to Christ's perfect sacrifice on the cross and thereby have our sacrifice accepted like Abel's was, like Melchizedek's was. And thereby, through the sacrifice, be lifted up with Christ on the last day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.